Hey everybody, it's your old friend John DeLuna with a uh, another fine minicast. So this week, you get me and most of my voice. I'm kind of going through a little bit of uh, laryngitis. Um, I think I like to talk, as you guys know, and I probably talked a little too much at some holiday parties the last couple of weeks. So I'm paying the price. And to make up for that, I brought on some additional voices for a lot of the mini-casts um, that we recorded this week for your listening pleasure. So first up this week, I've got uh, a bevy of RFC regulars, which uh, you'll hear from in a second. And uh, we talk about the Hasbro poll that recently was conducted and closed. And uh, that was for the next Titan class figure for Titan's Return specifically. And um, I think uh, even though the poll has, uh, you know, been open and shut, that you'll really appreciate this uh, conversation because we don't really talk about the poll so much as just the concept behind said poll, what worked, what didn't, uh, even uh, were the three characters the best choices and what are the merits and demerits of each. So without further ado, here we go. So guys, I, I wanted to get the three of your opinions, not just on that, not really necessarily on like the poll itself, but uh, but the three the three options based on our, our very long and vast experience with Transformers. Um, first, the the like the choices, the selections that they decided to to present to us, and and then just some other things kind of related to this. Really, Trypticon is kind of the center of, of a lot of the discussion just because he's an alternate form factor. He doesn't turn into a robot, at least as far as we know. So, you know, di- kids love dinosaurs, but he ain't a robot. So there is some, I guess, some inherent risk there, and maybe that's the draw for people who would vote for Trypticon. So, so again, Trypticon, Omega Supreme, and Scorponok. Um Rob Clay, I want to start with you. First of all, do you think... Uh, do you think, uh, are you intrigued by just the three that they, they've chosen for us? And does um, does any one of them jump out at you as a, as a toy reviewer and a man who kind of studies these things and how they work and, you know, gives the world his, your opinions on them from an engineering and a form factor uh, standpoint uh, of the three? Do any of them intrigue you more than the others? So, so first, the three choices, and then two... Uh, when you look at the nuts and the bolts of the engineering, which one jumps out for you? What do you think? You know, I I voted for Scorponok just because I want a Scorponok, but it's probably in terms of the engineering the least interesting choice. Um, XV was advocating on Twitter for Trypticon because the idea of a Titan Master that turned into a dinosaur head to go with it just really appealed to him, and I can't argue that. Um... Omega Supreme would be really interesting, too. I would, you know, I'd like to see how they do that. I think they're, you know, while they're kind of the obvious choices, if you're going to go for, you know, really big Transformers, I think they're also pretty good ones. And I'll, you know, I'll be happy to see any of them. But, you know, I've been wanting a decent Scorponok for a while. I really liked that one that the Collector's Club put out with the, you know, the, the headmaster made from the Energon Scorponok, but for what that goes for on the secondary market, I could get a Titan. So, you know, that was my vote. Mm. Uh, Melvar, what do you think? Uh, I think they're all great choices. Obvious choices, yes, but but great choices. I'm with Rob. I would love to have any one of these. Um, 
I'm not on Facebook, so I didn't vote at all. I would have voted for Scorponok, however, hmm. just because I feel like the Titans Return line we've got coming up next year is already heavily focused on the Headmaster characters, and I just think he would have fit into the line a little better than anybody else. But uh, it seems to me that Trypticon is going to come out a clear winner here. Yeah, you think so? <laughs> yeah, um, I think so. Don, what about you? Well, uh, like I said, I'm going to agree with the other two. You know, obvious choice is obvious uh, as far as the characters that they suggested. But I kind of went against the grain, and I voted for Omega Supreme, mm. um, mainly because I think we're going to be getting uh, a Trypticon and a Scorponok uh, down the road, either as initially SDCC exclusives, uh, even though we've not got Metro Titan yet from the Metroplex mold, I think those two are going to be a little more favored over Omega. And the reason I want to see a Titan class Omega is because it would be our one chance to possibly get a good animated-ish Omega. And the reason I'm saying that is because they could do him as a triple changer, not as a rocket base and a rocket, but they could do him as the arc from animated, have him have his robot mode from that as well, and he could open up into a base that would have you know similar design characteristics to his G1 uh, base mode. So not only do you get like a animated Omega of sorts, you still have the triple changer play pattern, plus you would have a counterpart to display against Titan Class Devastator, because there is that dynamic as well. Yeah, I was actually going to ask you guys, that's a great point, when it comes to alt modes, the uh, the relevance, uh, Triptygon turns into a dinosaur, and luckily that's never been more popular. Um, Omega Supreme... Like you said, Don turns into historically most commonly a rocket <clears throat> with uh, with some tracks around it and things like that. Not the most relevant thing. Space travel, unfortunately, not the most relevant thing to kids right now. So, Rob, do you agree that um, to make it uh, more enticing to say the masses, does Omega Supreme need to have another alt mode? Does he basically need to be modernized to some degree with a ship mode or something like that? I think it couldn't hurt. I, I don't know if it's particularly necessary, but it, it certainly couldn't hurt anything. Uh, Matt, what about you? Do you think I, I, you know, it's a plus for fans like us, but from like a commercial standpoint, do you think he Omega Supreme needs like something other than a rocket ship with some tracks around it? I think it would it would probably help. Uh, I'm a huge Transformers animated fan. I would love to have what Don's explaining, but then I look at the Constructicons and how they are pretty much copy paste mm-hmm. uh, G1 designs, and I think that Hasbro would go with the rocket base. Yeah, it's o- interesting. Over anything else, it's yeah. interesting to think about that too. Uh, like so. You could do, in theory, like, like here's like a thing like to ponder, I guess. If they did a G1-looking animated Omega Supreme, so basically he only turns into two modes. And one of them is the arc. And if they, they go all in on the arc and make it uh, somewhat um, kind of a playset where... I, uh, I would be incredibly happy. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. So what I'm saying is like the same people that you're kind of playing to for the G1 uh, nostalgia 
if you doubled down on a completely new mode and made that in its own way as G1 as possible, I don't know how many uh, I don't know how many customers you would lose uh, because he doesn't turn into a rocket. You know, the, the one thing that we don't have, the one thing we've never had, is a is is a true arc transformer playset. We've had like pieces of cardboard and packaging and here uh, that kind of stuff. He is kind of an opportunity to do that. You know, plus you've got enough legends and smaller scale figures out there by this point. If they want to look at looking back into the TF history, and you could have your mini bots in this display, you could have a Legends class Prime or a Commander class figure in this playset. So, I, I though a lot of the a lot of the kids nowadays may not have these toys. But they know people do have these in their collections, and so that's another play pattern they could work into it, or even as a, just as a display option. Mm. Um, do you think uh, – here's one for the group, and Don, I'll start with you. Uh, if, if they wanted to be super trolls and added a fourth option and it was G2 Yellow Devastator, what do you think that would do to the voting? Would he get – would he get a significant amount of voting? Would he wreck the voting, or would something like – Trypticon still be a runaway winner. I, I think it. I think it would be a lot closer across the boards, just because G two is a very. I think it's a very great thing in general. But I lived through G two. I saw it evolve into what it eventually become as a as, as a very heavy nostalgic property like G one, but to a different collector. Because I know a lot of G1 collectors that do not like G2. Hmm. Uh, you know, it, it, and it's just, I think it would take away some votes from it, from all the other people who would, who would want a yellow Devastator or even if they wanted to get super trollish, an orange Devastator. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I still think since we've got Metroplex and, we, and we're getting Fortress Maximus, I still think one of those two would probably win, but it would be a lot closer. Hmm. Uh, Rob Clay, what do you think... Uh a G2 Devastator being thrown into the election, so to speak, would do? I think I'd prefer the orange one myself. I kind of think it would uh, would kind of skew things. I, I have a feeling that even though it would mean not getting a new mold, an awful lot of people would be tempted by that. He is like a rock star. I mean, there's a reason that they did him, uh, um, practically speaking, the first chance they got. Uh, mm-hmm. Matt, what do you think? I think... Adding Devastator to the mix, I think Devastator would be all but ignored because people are looking, the people that are paying attention to this vote are already seeing all the G2 stuff they're they're bringing out, and they've got to be expecting Devastator coming down the line anyway. Given that, I think everybody would focus on the, uh, on getting, voting for a new mold. Mm, mm, And now we've said this, next year, Japan die clone gift set coming out just to, mm. just to get the most hey that would be this. awesome it I would, would be but i'm just saying just you know out, out of the blue die clone gift set God, that'd be so mm-hmm. weird that'd be so weird my, my head isn't isn't wrapped around die clone being back uh i guess i'll have to see it like in hand images or i don't know for some reason it just hasn't sunk in into me that uh, that that is a thing that is back and they're gonna I would yeah, hope yeah. make a serious run and it'll be so weird either watching shows like Kamen Rider or Super Sentai from Japan or watching something on something on online and you see a current commercial and you hear die a clone so weird. it'd be just 
weird to hear that of a current toy. Hey, it was weird for a good chunk when we, uh, for a good chunk of time when we started hearing the words Autobot and Decepticon in TV commercials again. You know, that was that was a weird thing. <laughs> so, uh, last thing on this topic, guys, I wanted to ask you is just in general, like philosophically, the idea of a fan poll. Is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? Do you think Hasbro's right to trust this fan base to give them a uh, give them quality feedback? Do you think we've earned the right, if that's even a thing, if that's even a fair question, to to have a fan poll like this? And then, uh, should we should we be upset? Uh, should we be upset if, for whatever reason, what we vote isn't what we get? Rob Clay, what do you think of uh, fan polls in this day and age? Well. I think they did the very smartest thing they possibly could, which is that the poll is actually closed already. I think it ran for 24 or 48 hours and it ran like 24 to 48 hours after it was announced, which means that there wasn't a lot of time to, you know, for anybody to organize some kind of like trolley response to the poll. So they're going to get, I think, reasonably honest answers out of it the way they've done it. And, you know, I think doing it this way, it's fine. It, you know, I, I, I personally will be fine with any of these. I know there are gonna, there's going to be people that are upset if they don't get the uh, one that they want. But if the response is big enough I have a, and the Titans keep selling, I have a feeling that these will all happen in due time. Mm. Uh, Melvar, what do you think? Uh, I agree with Rob there. Uh, I think we're going to see all three of these eventually anyway. So hmm. anybody out there listening, if the one you pick doesn't win... Uh, they were the Hasbro was arguing over which one of these to develop first, basically. So they just they were asking for our help. I'm sure the others will come in time. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Don, what do you think? Do you think they did it the right way with this poll? Yeah, I I, I agree with I, again. I'm jumping on the on the bandwagon here because both Rob and Melvar say the exact same thing. Short short voting time. We know all these things are coming. They're just want they just want to see where to cast the first mold with the way everybody with the way the trends are showing but, indeed you know all this stuff's going to be coming out the pipe before too long anyway i uh, i saw an interesting question uh, i lied maybe this is the last last uh, question on this topic because i just thought of it i saw i saw uh, somebody pose on twitter may may have been xv uh may not may have been somebody else asking you know what are the other uses for these three molds uh, omega supreme has the sentinel uh, blue and white kind of repaint uh, of course, there's Black Zarek. Triptychon doesn't have any uh, built-in or historical second use. So, uh, so unless my question, they want to go Gigastorm, uh, unless they want to, yeah, boy, talk about trolling. Um, <laughs> just throw a horn on him, uh, and uh, and somehow like maybe remove some points of articulation just for the heck of it. Just say the history lose, of lose some accessories. Yeah. Yes, lose something, take something out of it. Because um, that horn's expensive. So, so guys, what do you think? Uh, I'll start with you, Rob Clay. I've got my own ideas, but it, so say Triptychon's first out of the gate, and they do want to do something uh, with him uh, a second time around. Is there anything that pops to mind, uh, or any, or anything? If you were Hasbro Takara, anything you would do with Triptychon a second time around? I can't really think of too much they could. Uh, they could do i mean they they could if the, if they were feeling really trolly since takara and tomi are the same company now they could release it as you know as the zoid gojulis but uh beyond that i don't know but i don't know how much it matters because i mean yes devastator and metroplex have some remolds uh 
built in or recolors. And they are using a few minor Metroplex parts for Fortress Maximus, but I'm not 100% certain that at the Titan price point, they're too worried about getting, you know, multiple uses out of the molds so far. Mm. Uh, Melvar, what do you think? Yeah, uh, I'm with Rob there because we I'm still waiting on my Metro Titan that I've heard nothing about out of Metroplex. So <laughs> it's it, sad it, 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 yeah, it doesn't it doesn't look like they're overly concerned about getting a second use of the mold out. Uh, Don, what do you think? And and Don, just uh, kind of building off this question. If you don't think that uh, we will necessarily get anything for uh, Trypticon 2, do you think we would at least get Black Zarek because that's so obvious and such a such a thing? Well, actually, I have an idea for Trypticon. Oh, please, if, tell us. Yes, uh, since Metro Titan is a evil version of Metroplex. That we didn't get a toy of. That we haven't got a toy of yet. <clears throat> The Autobots, to counter Metro Titan, create a dinosaur, a Dinobot counterpart, and color Trypticon in Dinobot colors, and have him be like the Dinobots, they now have their own base. And it's the Trypticon recolor. I don't hate it. I especially like that it's a new character in the G1 universe. And it was specifically built as as the Dinobots' home base. And also, it is a counter to Metro Titan. I, I do like new characters. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Kids uh, kids so allegedly she, like Autobots, too. Like, yeah, way more than Decepticons. <laughs> yeah. so, of, of, so. of course, I mean, the uh, really, the second uses of these molds they've been getting is just throwing some chrome on them and sending them to San Diego Comic-Con. So. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it, it, that, to me, that just seems like that would be really... Because, you know, the Combaticons had their own little base at one point in G1. Mm-hmm. So why not the Dinobots have a base on, say, Dinobot Island, and it's the recolor Trypticon. Uh, as far as as far as far Black Zarak, yes. I, I mean, it's... Obviously, we're, we're probably not going to be getting an Encore reissue, although with with Fortress Maximus having come out, I don't know the numbers on sales if that was successful enough to warrant another Encore in the same... Not the same size, but in the same, you know big heavy price point mm-hmm. I would like to see an encore reissue of, of uh, Black Zarek but if we had to get a new version that would be fine too you know I, I was tempted by the uh, large uh, the Black Zarek that came out the li- licensed uh, one that came out mm-hmm. but it doesn't transform and part of the charm of Black Zarek and Scorponok is you've got a gigantic scorpion trying to kill you that's kind of interesting <laughs> Transforming is part of the charm, the charm of Transformers. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, and oh, yeah. Scorponok is not the most involved, like Rob was saying from an engineering standpoint. He lays down, his feet fold up, and then he chases you. That's pretty much it. Yeah, you know, you, you would think that they would um, add something something new to him, a twist, but I, I, I doubt it. Kind of like you guys have said, Titan, Titan class figures have been pretty much by the book. Um, now, new now, versions of the same engineering. Now, I'm not. I would have to pull out the rebirth because I can't remember exactly how close the rebirth Scorponok was to the toy. So there may be an animation versus a toy uh, coloration there as well. If it's a, if it's a significant enough difference, I would I might would buy an animation model, animation a tune colored Scorponok 
versus the toy. Ugh, man. I, I, I hope we don't cross that bridge where we're doing like uh, – <laughs> I hope they don't take that page from uh, – third party and do oh, the yeah. cartoon versus toy stuff yeah well I, well i would definitely would have for for black zarek first but you know heck if you want to go with the fourth mold there could be the headmasters limited series where scorpion was you know so there's that you know i say that i say that too and they're they're kind of doing that with bruticus the toy versus cartoon but i can't tell if that is like them just changing their minds or if that was uh, anything more more than that but well, um I think I think they realized if they had a if they had a Bruticus mold and did not do a G two Bruticus, someone would sue them or take them to court, <laughs> and they would demand one. So. <clears throat> indeed, indeed. Uh, okay, well uh, that was a fun talk on uh, one of the next three, maybe or uh, I guess what does it say? Which of uh, these three choices will be our next Titan? So much appreciated, guys. Uh, and uh, it's always a pleasure uh, to talk to Headmaster Don, Rob Clay, and Melvar. So thank you, boys. No problem. No problem. Always a pleasure. Okay, everybody. I think that'll do it for this week's show. And before I go, as you know, this is the gift-giving season for many of us. And I wanted to remind you guys that you can support the show while taking care of your gift-giving needs. All you got to do is go to tfradio.net, click the Amazon link, and when you do your shopping and you check out... Some nickels and dimes go to Brian Kilby, and he uses those nickels and dimes to keep the lights on, which means uh, you get podcasts like the very awesome, if I do say so myself, RFC Minicast about every week um, for free. And we appreciate you guys listening in, downloading uh, our show, and uh, partaking of some good, strong Transformers talk about every week or so. So just go to tfradio.net, click the Amazon link, and you'll be supporting us. And we thank you so much. Music provided by bensound.com.